guys, welcome back to another episode of Prim Talk. I am your host, Emilio Martinez. I'm also joined here by my two co-hosts, John and David. Um, before we get into this episode, I do want to apologize because I ended up losing the original intro while I was in the editing process. And that's my fault, but it's okay. This The whole meat and potatoes of the episode is still here. But um, yeah, before we get into the episode, I just want to give a quick shout out to Michael. Um... Michael, Ella, and Daniel. Michael ended up answering the question of the day for the John Wayne Gacy episode. The question was, if you could interview any murderer, who would it be and why? And he said that he would love to interview Elizabeth Bathory. His reason was because she um, is said to have gruesomely murdered over 600 people. That's fucking insane. I would want to interview her too. Ask her what the fuck was going on with your head. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we'll get you on the episode talking about Elizabeth Bathory, Michael. So shout out to you. Thank you for your input. And y'all, please don't um, hesitate to email us like we say in every episode. Um, you can email us at primtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Um, Ella and Daniel, shout out to you guys again. They gave us some really good, interesting topics that we're going to be talking about in the next couple episodes. That We got a really good lineup for y'all. That's for sure. We got a really good lineup for y'all, so y'all stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, man, uh, before we get into this episode, one more shout-out. I just want to give a shout-out to our neighbor, Stefan Roll. Uh, we love you guys. They just had a beautiful baby girl not too long ago. Healthy, safe delivery. She's gorgeous, and we can't wait for you to grow up with your best friend no more. So we love you, Mads. We love you, Stefan Roll. And uh, shout-out to you guys. Now, without further ado... I'm gonna be handing the mic off to David. All right, so check this out, right? This thing, this topic we're gonna to talk about has been one of my favorite stories, it's favorite historical thing, because of the sheer mystery behind it, you know what I mean? This is something that, when I first heard about it, I thought to myself, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, and I, I, uh, I went into researching more and trying to learn as much as I could about it. And the scary thing is, after a, like a certain amount of information is shared, that's all we got. It just cuts off. So for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, if you've seen the title, you might already know what this is. If you don't, let me introduce it to you. So today we're talking about the Debt Love Pass incident. Okay. Now, some of you might be thinking, that is really scary. It sounds too intimidating. And you'd be right. Except that this is a mystery that is... Nearly, it's over 50 years old actually. This is a 50 year old mystery, and no one knows what the hell happened. I think it's 60 plus, though. 1959, sir. 50 years? 1959, 50 years. No, 60 years. 60, that's what I'm saying. Sorry, 60 years. 60 years. Do you need math, bro? You know what? Hold on. I'm an accountant, okay? That's the sad part. Hold on, hold on. Shut up, John. I'm an accountant, right? When I don't get paid to do math, my mind shuts off, right? So let that be known to everyone. If you know an accountant, don't ask the math questions unless you're going to fucking pay them first, okay? There we go. So <laughs> to go ahead and start this off, um, the backstory, right? The, the, the meat and potatoes of the whole damn podcast here. So going into it, uh, there was 10 students, right, who had just graduated. This happened in Russia um, off like a mountain slope. And there was 10 students and uh you know they were graduating right the, the point is they, they all were students they were going hiking celebrating something right i, I think a graduation 
And these were no novice hikers, right? These guys have been doing it for quite a while. Um, this is a one of the, some of their favorite hobbies, right? Just a group of 10 people. And uh, previous to hiking, one of them felt a little sick. You know, they decided to stay behind. And so they went back to to their camp, right? They were told, you know, uh, they'll be back in two weeks. So long story short, uh, these nine people end up going camping, right? Hiking and, and, and adventuring through the area. But they never make it back. They never make it back. Okay. And so after you know, a couple months, uh, obviously the, the tenth person was was uh, was out and uh, started to get a little worried, you know, as as any of us would, you know, when it comes to friends, family, and uh, so they started the search party. Okay. Now when they get to the actual site, they find a few things. The very first thing they find is the tent, right? So this tent was cut. It looked like it was cut from the inside out. Right, mm -hmm. standing perfectly, but it looks like a slice right in the middle. Uh, they start venturing a little bit further. They find a campfire with two of the bodies of the hikers. Now, these hikers that they find are practically dressed in their underwear. Pretty weird, but hey, that's where they found them, right? Then they venture some more and they find a few hikers. A few more hikers out of the group of nine and they're dead as well uh the last three they find they find buried under a bunch of snow right but here's here's the weird part there's two weird parts of this one as they find these group of hikers they become more and more clothed right but they're not wearing their own clothes they're wearing each other's clothes clothes as it turns out um, two, the injuries that these people sustained, right? So, um, the cause of deaths, right? The cause of death, uh, for six out of the nine is due to hypothermia. Uh, two are from chest trauma, right? And one is due to a fractured skull. Now, the actual cause that was determined was due to avalanche, Right? And when you think about it, it kind of makes sense, you know, um, these are these are injuries that could potentially happen with, with an avalanche. Uh, there's even a theory uh, to why some of them happen to be, you know, less clothed than the others. Uh, the theory, uh, I forgot the particular name of the theory, but it goes as such, right? It was so cold that they felt like they were burning. And, uh, you know, they just took off their clothes thinking, oh, this will, this will cool me down, right? This will... I'm feeling hot, maybe, you know, I'm going to cool down a little bit. And that's a bad thing. That's actually kind of what leads into hypothermia as it is. Mm -hmm. uh, it's some weird syndrome. I, I don't <clears throat> remember what it's called, but it is absolutely nuts, right? So, a bit of a short story, but that's the story as is. Those are pretty much the facts. Uh, now, during the investigation, they did find some weird things. Uh, there was hints of radiation. Um, on some of the clothes, um, I think in some certain areas of the snow, uh, something they thought was maybe uh, some of the natives did that. But when interviewing natives, they never ran to anybody. Right, and and mm -hmm. it's just it's it's nuts. So that's the story. The official cause they went with was an avalanche. Now that we've covered that, boys, what do you think of that story? 
Holy shit. I mean... Um, wow, first of all. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's... Uh, <laughs> how do I say this? It's... I guess very touchy, in a sense. Yes, which... The theories, as you can say. I'll tell you what, just the fact that nobody knows what happened is the scariest part of me, to me, at least. You know, I don't know about you guys, but I've always figured, you know, uh, what if I go to the Grand Canyon or something, you know? Uh, maybe, maybe that's a bit of a weird example. What if I go to the Grand Canyon? What if I go to, like, the beach, right? And something happens to me, and no one ever figures out what. They just know that I'm gone, something happened, no one knows anything. I think that would be the freakiest part to me. Okay, so this is this is my theory. Okay. I mean, okay, so they said it was an avalanche, right? That's right. what killed them. Which... That was the official cause that was determined, right, right. Which makes sense, you know, because all mm-hmm. that, it, it really does, because we talked about this yesterday. Uh, it's got all the pinpoints uh, like all of an avalanche. An avalanche, yeah. Like, once it happens, it, it's, there ain't no way in hell you gonna stop it or you're gonna withstand it. But this is the one thing that, like, okay, it may be an avalanche, which may cause some of the deaths, makes sense. But the part that just catches me is the radiation. Well, you know, it's funny. Um, at, at that time, um, there was also a group of hikers, a separate, oh, separate group of hikers, mm-hmm. Um, that weren't on the same mountain, but, you know, were still kind of in, like, I guess the southern part of the mountain. I don't recall where they were from, but they did, they do remember seeing glowing bulbs of orange in the sky mm-hmm. at, at around the time of the incident. Um, and it's it's been theorized that those are maybe um, bombs of some sort. Maybe the Russian military was testing something out because that site actually had been tested previously um, a number of years before the incident as for, um, like, bombing sites. Which explains the radiation. So could, yeah. And also, maybe glow sticks. Maybe glow sticks. So, I mean, that's... Why do you think they always say, oh, <coughs> keep the glow sticks away from your mouth and keep... Hello? Mm-hmm. All right, so, so from exactly. here, so from here, right? I'm mm-hmm. going to go ahead and read you guys an excerpt. Um, it's a sensationalist... Yeti, quote-unquote, hypothesis, American uh, skeptic author Benjamin Radford suggests that an avalanche is, pl- is plausible, and I'm going to read you the quote from, um, from his analysis, right? It says that the group woke up in a panic and cut their way out of the tent, either because the avalanche had covered the entrance to their tent, or because they were scared that an avalanche was imminent. You know, parentheses, better to have a potentially repairable slit in the tent than risk being buried alive in under tons of snow, right? Close parentheses. Uh, they were poorly clothed because they had been sleeping, ran into the safety of the nearby woods where trees would help slow oncoming snow. In the darkness of the night, they got separated into two or three groups. One group made a fire, and hence the burnt hands. Uh, others tried to return to the tent to recover their clothing since the danger had passed. But it was too cold. They all froze to death before they could locate their tent in the darkness. At some point, some of the clothes may have been recovered or swapped from the dead, but at any rate, the group of four whose bodies were severely damaged were caught in an avalanche and buried under four meters, you know, 13 feet, of snow. 
more than enough to account for the compelling natural force the medical examiner described. Um, Dubinini's tongue, I don't know how to pronounce that name, but yeah, someone's tongue was likely removed <laughs> by scavengers and ordinary predation. So the bodies, uh, there was one found with, the, with a missing tongue. There was another body whose face is kind of torn apart. And the third body um, was missing their eyes. And these are the ones that were buried under the snow. So mm -hmm. that's the quote from the, uh, um, from the American skeptic author who believes that it was an avalanche. He, he went ahead and bought to the original theory. And I say original theory because, believe it or not, it's like any theory, there's contradictory evidence, right? Um, <clears throat> so the first one goes on to say that uh, at that time of, of um, the incident, right, they were still using that site as a bomb site. Mm -hmm. And I think the fact that there was people who saw flashlights in the sky uh, adds to that a little bit. And sure, you can say, oh, maybe, you know, maybe the bombs caused the avalanche. I don't believe so. What I believe is maybe a bomb went off. And I don't know about you guys. I hear a loud fucking noise. And I, I, I think my life's in danger. I'm going to get the fuck out of the hell. Oh, yeah. Here. Hell, yeah. I'm running in this bomb. <laughs> Does that explain the content? Oh, the, man. Uh, maybe not. But... You know, when you're panicking, I don't know about you guys, when I'm panicking and I'm trying to figure out how to get the fuck out of somewhere, you, I don't give a shit what the logical thing is. I try to get out by any means. Well, yeah, you go, your fight or flight kicks in. Right. When you're so, flying, you just fly. So, <laughs> that's all you won't hear from me. Oh, you so won't fly. Okay. I, 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 it is not... The, the thought of someone cutting the tent in an effort to escape does not slip my mind. I'm pretty sure someone was like, I can't find the entrance. Oh, fuck it. And just cut down the tent. And then that's how they got out. Um, now, now, if that was to... Uh, and again, that's contrary evidence. It was being used as a bombsite there. They did have the visual... The person see the actual flashlights in the sky, right? Mm -hmm. So that maybe that's why they escaped. Uh, another piece of evidence is that the location of the incident did not have any obvious signs of an avalanche taking place. So, you know, just like a, a flood, for example, right? An avalanche mm -hmm. would usually leave some kind of debris, whether it be branches, yeah. uh, you know. It, it, it makes its own trail, that for sure. Exactly. I've seen firsthand, and that shit ain't pretty. Oh, I bet. It, it, ooh. Exactly. So it's like a snow flood. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it's like yeah. a mudslide. Mudslide, there you go. Oh, a flood. <laughs> what did I say? A flood slide? A snow, a a snow, snow flood. flood. <laughs> Hold on, I'll give you partial credit for trying. <laughs> um, for the record. Yeah, but there's, there's no debris, there's no... Uh, and it's weird that only three berries are buried under, the, buried under the snow, and not the rest of them, especially if there was an avalanche. And if it was an avalanche, I think it'd be more than four feet or four meters buried underneath. No, I say it was at thirteen feet, right? Thirteen feet, yeah. I just, I just. But don't... why only those bodies? If it was an avalanche, why not the rest? I just like, I mean, there's, there's, uh, there's evidence of okay, it could be an avalanche, but I personally, I just don't buy it. Like, I mean, it's scientifically could be there, but I just don't buy it. Well, check this out. There's I four mean, more pieces of contrary evidence that I think you're going to like specifically, Emilia. Okay? Hold on. Before you get into that... Uh, no, you know what? Go. Fuck okay, it. Right, right. So, the next one is, there's been over 100 expeditions in the region, and none of them have ever ended in an avalanche. 
there's no reportings of avalanches in those 100 expedition, expeditions that have happened on that mountain. And, and, it, and that one I think is a bit soft because it's not outside the realm to say, well, just because you know, there's been 100 expeditions doesn't mean it's not plausible. Which uh, it can happen. I think that might be the weakest piece of evidence we have of, of, as to the contrary. Um, and then, of course, the analysis of the terrain and the slope showed that even if there could have been a very specific avalanche that found its way into the area, the path would have gone past the tent. The tent would have collapsed. Which, exactly. The tent was standing straight up. And that's my favorite piece of evidence. And you can say, oh, well, you know, maybe the avalanche stopped before the tent. But... There's no fucking way. An av- avalanche, as, as John described, is kind of like a mudslide. It just goes in its own fucking way. And it stops when it stops. But if it was that far down to cause a panic, I would think it would have destroyed the tent. Well, it takes anything in its path. You think a tent is just not going to fly and shit. No, a tent don't weigh nothing. Yeah, exactly. It's like this ain't GTA where a bush is, like, invincible. Like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, Fortnite. No kidding. Fortnite. Like, you try to... Fortnite. Like, what the hell? It's like, no, it's it's going to take and destroy anything in its path, whether it be trees. Hell, I've seen metal get destroyed mm-hmm. from a snowstorm. Yeah, yeah. I have a knife, I'm sorry. And I'm like... Because that brings, what, yeah, rocks? Yeah, right back inside, yeah. Boulders. Yeah, it brings yeah. rocks, and boulders. And that's, that's another thing, it's like... You're gonna... You're... Let's just say, right, you're... Skiing down the mountain. Mm-hmm. Avalanche comes right behind you. It's a lot faster than what you think, guys. Oh, it does. Yeah, it's pretty much... Uh-huh. How do you outrun the, that? The, those guys are going, what, maybe 80 miles an hour? Uh-huh. And look how quick it catches up to them. Matter of uh, yeah. seconds? If exactly. That. Yeah. But the evidence does explain the trauma part mm-hmm. of some of the deaths on the hikers, which boulders, rocks, that head trauma. I mean, the face beaten up. I mean, a rock coming at you, a boulder coming at you at... Well, to be what? fair, there's a lot of things that can cause... 80 trauma. plus um, miles an hour? Although, to, to, to your point, that something that was described was uh, the impact, at least by modern day, right? The mm-hmm. impact done to those people was kind of like getting hit by a car. Back then, 50, 50, 60 years ago, other than actual cars, I don't know what else could have caused that. Maybe boulder impact, uh, maybe a wild animal, something, mm-hmm. right? But... Um, Again, we'll, ne- we'll never really know, right? We can make theories, we can we can estimate. Um, and I think it's that's that's one of the best parts about this is we'll never know what happened. That's the beauty of it. we can draw lines to it. And we can try to come up with these crazy ideas. Um, so the last two pieces of evidence, mm-hmm. I think, are incredibly strong. Uh, so the reason it's called the Detlov Pass incident is the lead hiker, his name is actually Detlov. Um, so he was an experienced skier, and uh, one of the other people there was studying for his master's, master's certificate in ski instruction and mountain hiking. Neither one of these two men would have likely camped anywhere in the path of a potential avalanche. And here's the thing, is these two, these, these people here, right, mm-hmm. um, they did everything else correctly. The tent was pitched correctly, uh, every, everything else was absolutely 100% correct, right? Um, so why would people who do that specifically just decide to set up somewhere in an avalanche zone? If there's an avalanche zone there, it it just doesn't make sense. 
you know, these guys are expert. Like I said, this is a hobby that these people have done for years. They're professionals. They know what to look for. They know exactly, exactly what little things like, oh, look, you see this possible avalanche. Let's go. So they read the playing field. Yeah, they like, should like, know yeah. the points. They yeah. should know it's the like, angles. It's like a hunter chasing um, game in uh, in a forest they've hunted in for years. You know practically what to look out for the terrain. You know how to track what you need to track. You're aware of what dangers could be in the area. right? Maybe these guys, maybe they didn't know this area, but I would think if you put an experienced uh, hunter um, and put them in a different kind of forest, they'll still find their way around. They'll still adapt. They'll still find what they need to find and survive how they survive. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. I um, agree. It's, just, it's experience. It's, it's instinct. It's a bunch of things put together. And now this last one is in regards to the, the foot patterns um, at the tent. Right? The foot patterns leading away from the tent were inconsistent with someone, let alone a group of nine people, running in panic from either real or imagined danger. All the footprints, all the footprints leading away from the tent and towards the woods, were consistent with individuals who were walking at a normal pace. So there was no panic, at least from what the footprints show us. Right. True, because if you're running, obviously the distance on the feet are gonna be larger. Larger mm-hmm. than when you're walking. Yeah, and and for all we know, maybe uh, while you're trying to run, maybe everyone runs in a panic at first, all directions, and then says, "Oh wait." Let's go towards the woods, right? So that's all the contrary evidence um, that I have. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, I believe I um, saw that they actually recovered one of the hikers' cameras. And in looking through the photos, they actually capture a picture of something, which could be, they don't know if it could be one of the hikers or that's where the conspiracy theories of it being a yeti i mean who knows because it's obviously a silhouette can't see anything it's just the outline i mean it's the figure is all black but it resembles a human or possibly a yeti but that just brings in the mystery of what what could it be because i believe i also read that they've actually found footprints right bigger footprints yeah, yeah. Than normal. I'll tell you what. I don't buy the avalanche theory at all. I, think, I don't either. I think that was a, a somewhat of an odd cover-up. But um, if I had to take a guess at what happened, right? Just judging by what we see. There's a few facts that stand out to me. It was a bombing site. Mm-hmm. They found radioactive um, evidence in the, in the area. Now, I'm a firm believer of um, science. Right? Same. I think radiation definitely does do things to to living organisms. We've seen it before in some weird experiments that the government's done. Chernobyl. Yeah, Chernobyl. Which is actually based in Ukraine. Right. So here's what I think. I think uh, maybe there was some bombings done. We have someone who's a first-hand account witnessed it themselves. Um, I don't think the bombings done that night. If they were done that night, maybe maybe there wasn't done any that night. Maybe... They saw them on another night. The, the point is, we have someone who's seen it before. Mm-hmm. If I had to take a guess what happened, I think that they were... Uh, I don't know. I think they, they, they left the woods. Or they left to the woods, sorry, to go locate some food, maybe. Maybe they uh, wanted to go look for something else. 
and while there, I think they were attacked by something um, that is mold was molded from the radiation, or something that the radiation did affect. But I think it was definitely some wildlife. If you take a look at the injuries, right, the uh, the chest trauma, the the fractured skull, those are things that have to have a significant amount of impact behind it. Mm -hmm. um, when you look at some of the features, you know, a face half eaten, you know, missing tongue, eyes were removed. Something with, that doesn't happen from falling on a rock. That doesn't happen from falling a few feet mm -hmm. into into something, you know, like a tree trunk or whatever. Uh, I would think that, that ha something has to have done that. I don't think that's something that a person could have done either. So you were saying earlier that um, the theory on the avalanche, it didn't look like there was an avalanche. Yeah, there's no right? damage in the area, nothing like that. So that how could that explain them being covered in snow? So you get this. Your theory on the radio uh the radiation, uh -huh. it was a bombing ground. Like you said, mutates people or animals. Mm -hmm. What if it was a blizzard that passed by? Explains how they could be covered in snow. This is true. Yeah. No visible no low visible, like very hard to see. Yeah. Which means, let's say, something got affected by the radiation, something got out, something's in that area. Mm -hmm. What if that thing could have attacked it? That's where the radiation could have came from. This is a theory. Something. Who knows what it is, whether it be a person, mm -hmm. whether it be an animal. So my thing is, if you bring the Yeti thing back, is that okay. if it was a Yeti, right? Yeah. You would... Hear that sound, bitch, and smell it. Yeah, I mean, you can probably hear it from what miles away. Roaring right? is what exactly. they say. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so that's I'm like Yeti. So what if they oh. cut the tent in an attempt to 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 what? Maybe they heard it and they were like, "Well, let's go investigate. What could that be?" Yeah, exactly. And exactly. maybe they cut they cut the tent because they couldn't find the entrance to whatever for whatever reason, and maybe that's why they went to the woods. Um, I think something that maybe our viewers would point out is. Well, hold on, guys. You know, uh, those are interesting theories. But what about the the fact that some of them may have been in their you know less clothed than the others? I think I have an answer for that. I think that maybe in an attack or two, right? We don't know how long if they were attacked and how long the attacks were going on. Mm -hmm. We don't know how long they were running or, or trying to escape from the thing. We know that there was deaths in three different sites. They were all spread out. They're all spread out. I think that. Uh, the people that died by the fire, I think that was a case of, you know, I think it was a mixture of things. I think that one was a case of uh, that syndrome I mentioned earlier where they get too hot, they decide to take off their clothes, mm -hmm. you know, to try to cool down. Uh, they died by a fire with their hands burned. Um, so it's a possibility that that happened and they their hands had to fall into the fire or something, you know. Uh, the second group of people uh, that were a little bit more clothed than the others... Uh, I think that they, you know, they obviously died of hypothermia as well. Um, I think that they tr may have tried taking the clothes from uh, the the dead people at the at the fire, or um, maybe in an attack, their clothes got ripped, and they couldn't keep them cold. Um, I would have a hard time believing that, especially back then. Right, if they if this whole avalanche thing, mm -hmm. they would even mention if they had torn clothing or not. I think for them it would just be a fact of, 
Do they have clothes on? Yeah. Okay. Because in an avalanche, I would imagine your clothes can get torn. And then in the case of the last two people um, that were fully clothed, I think, uh, at least some, some way partially clothed, um, maybe they went back to go get their clothes from the fire victims and they happened to get caught in a bad time. As for the snow on them, uh, maybe in the attack, uh, some trees got hit or maybe uh, the chest impacts came from you know, um, them being hit into a tree or something and then snow just dropping straight on them. I, you know, there's a lot of things that could have happened. Um, but I think that the attack theory is probably something that I think is extremely possible. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't buy the Evelyn story. In fact, I, I, I'm more than, I'm more than sure than my opinion that is a cover up of some sort. But the question is why would it need covering up? You know, uh, they closed, they actually ended up closing that, that path down for either three months or three years. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I know it wasn't a factor of three, mm -hmm. you know, if it was an avalanche, why are you closing it down? Is that not a natural occurrence? It's snow being piled on on more snow. That's true. It's not like a landslide or, or a mudslide where, uh, you know, the actual physical structure of the land gets destroyed. You know, it's just snow on snow. Maybe it's a bit tougher to track through, but at the end of the day, it's still snow. You know, why close it down? That's true. Why are you going to act yeah. like that's some kind of sacred ground that people shouldn't be stepping on? You know, was it was it was it the radiation? Who knows? Now hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. <laughs> aliens. What if it was aliens? Well, there's rumors, conspiracies, been around for a while that aliens are in Antarct Antarctica. Uh -huh. I mean, that's the last place you would think there would be aliens. You know what? I would think but, that'd be one of the first, actually. But... No one's I mean, gonna look for you down there. That right? explains the orange lights. That explains... Um, radiation. Radiation, because... Um, how do you explain it? Obviously, aliens are real. It's been confirmed. Everyone knows it forever. You know what I mean? They finally came out like, we didn't know there was aliens. Um, uh, yeah, the Pentagon released the, uh, the, the images of the... The, the images of the yeah, Firefly, yeah. which that shit ain't new. I mean, that shit ain't new. It's been around forever. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. But uh, I don't know. It's very interesting because at the same time, um, I just don't know. Like, there's so many theories and then you lose your track of thought of like shit it's just crazy to think about what could have actually happened no kidding because there's so many theories i mean it goes from the avalanche to aliens to a yeti which they actually have a picture which could possibly be yeti or um what is it um the radiation the bomb bombing zone you know something could have the radiation could have affected something but it's like so many wait something leads up to an avalanche and then hold on there's a twist maybe it's aliens and okay hold on maybe it's so it's very interesting to think to like pick on what it could actually be that happened you well, know i think it's funny that you mentioned that because uh i don't know if you guys have been keeping up with some of the news in the area 
I have not actually. I need to. No, yeah, I need to get back into that. Well, first of all, I wouldn't expect anyone to. It's a sixty-year-old fucking mystery that's kind of gone blank. I wouldn't expect anyone to. But still, right. you know, it's it's just sixty years unsolved. With the incident like that, like with minimal you, you info, would think people would be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Speaking of like, minimal info and uh, keeping up with the current news, uh, there actually has been a report of people hiking. In this year, 2021, February 2021, mm-hmm. that have gone missing completely in that area. Oh, shit. Not another... Oh, my God. No reason okay, given. Okay, so no reason given how many we people we talk in tourists, right? Is tourists, what it could be? Uh, yeah, yeah. People completely banned the area. So you're saying people went to visit the area, the exact same site, and now they're missing? They're missing, man. That's 2021. Of February 2nd, right? Nine months ago. So this is in 2021, this year, in February. Mira, don't they learn? They, like, don't go. I mean, this is the thing. There's always going to be that group of people that are going to go try to investigate it. But it's like, why would you go mess with that shit? You know? No yeah, one even... No. This is a fucking mystery unsolved for 60 plus years. It, and you're going to go over exactly. there and now look. Exactly. Pikachu knows everything. Now look at you. You fucck it disappeared. Exactly. Pero no, Pikachu knows everything, right? And you I mean, said there's like, no reason, like, I, I think right? I think it's interesting that those people wanted to give it a try. But I see this as people who are expert hikers. Yeah. Familiar with the area, didn't make it out. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why a tourist group would try to get over there and try to go about investigating. They're doing what they need to. Exactly. But know? this also goes back to why would they say it's an avalanche? You're right. Maybe that's so. This could cover it up. These people went to go investigate. Like, no, this is BS. It couldn't have been an avalanche. We're gonna go find out. They go find out. They're missing. Missing. Sixty-year-old yeah. mystery. And now you got another know. group. Twenty twenty-one. Now they're missing. <laughs> so what are the odds it's another avalanche? It's like, fuck that much. There's I'm no, send a rover in there. Like, there's no way. There's just, I, I'm sorry. There's just, I don't believe it wasn't. There's got to be something there. Okay. Well, it's also known that by the indigenous people, that mountain is also called the Dead Mountain. Well, when I was younger, my grandma would tell me she would go to Mexico and I mean, of course, it's not the same, but still, she would say that when she was a little girl, she would go up to the mountains with her family. Mm-hmm. And she swears that there was people that lived up there mm-hmm. and they would turn into fireballs, the women. The only other thing that turns into fireballs are witches. And who's up there? Indigenous people. Okay. So who's gonna... not to say that it could be a skinwalker? This is true. Yeah, this is very true. Because they can transform into pretty Just much anything, anything yeah. they fucking want. So everyone, I mean, knows skinwalkers, I'm pretty sure, are pretty fast. Slick. All they need to do is turn into something that is adaptable to the snow. That could explain the feet marks the foot marks that they had 
And let's say there was a blizzard, so, like so, I said. So now this brings up another thing. What okay. There was an avalanche, right? What if okay. they all died by it? Right? Mm-hmm. What if, quote-unquote, skinwalkers mm-hmm. decided to make it the trails themselves walking, the walking footsteps? But what would they do that for, though? To hide whatever. But, so let's, let's just say they... They have something, right? I don't, like if they have anything. Mm-hmm. What if they're trying to hide something? So they're walking instead of running. That goes back to Dave's thing. What are they hiding? What's... I, I think I have an idea. I think, something... I think I have an idea. So it was said that in over a hundred expeditions there, mm-hmm. there was never a report of an avalanche. But then that makes me think, why this specific group? Why these, why these nine hikers? Why? What if... In the area that, you know, there was a hundred expeditions and what if these, this group of hikers happened to see something or happened to be close to whatever was supposed to be kept a secret and that's why what happened to them happened to them. What if these tourists, right, that went to go visit this year came close to their secret or whatever they're trying to hide and they magically went missing. Now, at the end of the day, um, we'll never know what happened. We'll never be able to sit here and definitively say it was this, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the beauty of this mystery here, is you don't know. You're given facts, you're given contra- contra- contractary evidence, and you sit here and you think to yourself, I want to try to, if, you know, if you're the kind of person that I am, you're going to sit here and think, I want to try to figure this out. I want to try to at least have an answer, whether it's right or wrong, I'll never know, but just an answer that I can strongly say, I believe in this answer. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those cases where it's almost impossible to do. There's been no new evidence in the past 60 years. There's been no changes, nothing new, other than what happened this year. And there's been nothing reported about it whatsoever other than people going missing and that they're from the outside so they haven't even recovered those right from February haven't recovered anything hasn't been much news on it don't know anything Hmm. so there's gotta be something if if that just doesn't throw the fucking avalanche theory out of the park like out of the fucking talk about being an avalanche I don't know what does because Now there's a new group that's gone missing. Now what's the fucking excuse for them missing? Can't be a fucking avalanche again. It's gotta be something else. Vanished. Disappeared. It's been longer than three months. Way Way longer than three months. And they can't find them? Haven't found them? Not to my knowledge. All y'all listening, if you have a theory on where these tourists could have gone, how could they have disappeared, what's your theories, email us primtalkpodcast at gmail.com. We love to hear your theories 
because quite frankly, we don't know what the hell is yeah, going on. I, because I'm just baffled, like, of everything, of this whole situation of it. This mystery, I mean, especially being in Russia, you know, Russia is known for experiments, known for Chernobyl, known for radiation, known for... Don't forget vodka. Vodka, especially, you know, um, but... I don't know. I mean, we'd love to hear your guys' thoughts, your guys' theories. Um, help us out because we, quite frankly, don't know yeah. what's going on. I mean, it's crazy. It's just a whole crazy thing to think about. I mean, shit. Yeah, right now, we just just heard, like, what sounded like... Peeling out? Yeah, someone maybe. was peeling out, like... Pretty massive, like what the hell was that? <laughs> I'll tell you what, this this Detmuff Pass incident, like I said earlier, is something that we'll probably never find anything out about. Hopefully, you know, yeah. there's news about those hikers or the tourists that went out there this year. Um, and I think if evidence does come out, it would help us get at least something, some closure, uh, some, closure some closure, maybe even some hints as to what happened previously, whether it's the tourists finding something. Or if there's another, you know, avalanche. As they say. <laughs> Quote, that, unquote. I think that gives us an answer. Uh, that being said, um, do you guys have any, any other things you'd like to add to this? Any? I just, like I said, I'm just... Blown away. Exactly. I, I, Lost yeah. her words. And... Yeah, exactly. Like, where, where do you even begin to start talking about this is the real question. I mean, first rest in peace to the original nine right, and hikers who lost who, their lives. Who lost their lives, period, over there. Um, suffered. And... But where? Where do you actually start this conversation at? I where do you start other, the pinpoint, exactly? I guess mm-hmm. other than what we've spoken about, the only other question I have would be, that one person who got sick, right? What are the odds that you get sick? I'm not saying, you know, they have anything to do with this incident, right? I mean, they weren't around for the incident. I don't believe that they went through all the trouble of making all this happen. I, I would say that what are the odds that, you know, they get sick and they're the lone survivor out of this entire event, you know? Uh, kind of like, uh, I don't know. This is a film franchise, but hey, I'm using it as an example. You got, are you guys familiar with the final uh, uh, Destination films? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So what mm-hmm. if this person didn't have a premonition, but what if they got sick and they felt like something bad was going to happen? So they just said, oh, hey, I feel sick. I'm not going to be able to make it. And you just dip. And then bad shit happens. So you're seeing the tourists pretty much. Uh, no, I'm referencing the original, the original 10 from, from so, 1959. So, kind of like a sidekick-ish type. Well, not even that. I mean, sometimes, I'm more than sure sometimes you guys do something or are about to do something. Whether it be like buying, going somewhere for lunch, you're like, I have a really bad feeling about that. And you just like to change your mind. So your theory is kind of like the movie that they made about the Dead Love Pass. It's called Devil's Pass. 
and the girl has a starving dreams and a sign telling her not to go over there, not to go because evil's there. I mean, possibly death. She mm-hmm. doesn't listen. She goes with her group of college friends. They go. They die. She sees everything that happened in her dreams happen. Even though her dreams were telling her not to go. But, David, you have anything left to say? <laughs> I think we're all just blown away. <laughs> like, no shit. Like, I think the fact that more people have gone missing is what's scary. Scary and mind blowing to me. You know, I mean, I'm not saying, you know, I'm, I'm a bitch or anything, but like, if I know something happened and there's no explanation to it other than a half assed explanation. I would stay the fuck away from that area. I would For real. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing is, those people, whatever happened to them was brutal. It wasn't something like, oh, they weren't prepared. You know, these are expert hikers. I don't think it was the elements that got them. Oh, oh, a couple of them, a couple of them, sure. Like six, right? Like that day from hypothermia. But I think that they were probably forced to go out ill-equipped. At least out of their tent. I don't know why. We'll never figure out why. But I think there's more to this than what we've been told. I think... Oh, no doubt. No doubt. I think when you sit down and look at the evidence, there's no way in hell it was an avalanche. And I think there was a cover-up of some sort. I don't know what. For all I know, it's maybe some guy trying to cover up his fucking My Little Pony collection. I don't fucking know. (laughs) But... Slacking has the most, like, the... Only one made My Little Pony. Like, nope, this is mine. Y'all ain't having it. Like, well, goddamn, I guess. Right, at the shit. end of the day, this is something that's wild. This is one of my favorite things of all time because of the sheer mystery behind it. I hope our viewers enjoy it. And uh, that's pretty much all I got to say. Shit. I, 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 I don't know what to say. <laughs> I mean, we're lost words, but I think that's going to close out our episode for... This week, um, thank you all for listening. We love you guys. Um, like I said, don't be afraid to email us. We love fan engagement. Um, we hope you love our episodes. Please stay tuned. Um, we got a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. We got a lot of good episodes coming up. Um, so I think it's interesting to point out that over the course of the last couple of weeks, we have received emails from uh, some from fantastic fans, and uh, some of them do have some suggestions and recommendations over stuff they'd like to hear. Um, I want to take this time to say that if you guys listening have anything you want us to touch on specifically, um, send us an email. Talk to us. Let us know what you guys want to hear, and uh, we're more than we're more than happy to jump on that. Right. So, uh, the next three episodes. Um, are going to be in regards to the emails we've already received. And for those who sent those emails in, thank you. We love you guys. Deuces.